Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Whoa. Oh. It's, it's, it's eye to eye, Ross. It is eye to eye. I think I think I might have blown out the mics here. Uh, a little too much excitement. Yeah, so it's such a powerful voice. I know, I know. It's it's look, I, I'm a strong boy. Um, I'm a strong boy inside and on the outside. outside. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Being in the Black Rifle Coffee uh, studio. Uh, what accent was it? Coffee. Coffee uh, studio all night. Um, I'm, I'm, I am hyped up. I am fucking real hyped up, my man. I, this, this, the, the coffee atmosphere, I'm drinking it all goddamn day. <laughs> I feel real excited. I sh- I someone, someone say too excited. I should have made another uh, Americano before we, we got into this twosome. No, you, you shouldn't know? have. No, you no? shouldn't have. I, that Americano uh, has sent me to a level that I haven't achieved since Super Bowl 51. Uh, <laughs> boy, I'm, I'm, I'm peaking. Peaking is what the kids call it. Well, for the uh, the listeners, we have a one on one with Ross and uh, myself, Mister Matt Best Matt today. Yes, yes. We're we're working late here at the Black Rifle office we to are. to get some podcasts up. Man, everybody is insanely busy. You Crazy know, busy. Raku's got all this stuff going on out of town. JT is who knows where JT is. JT's. I'll tell you this. JT's in Costa Rica. Yes, um, he is. And the photos that I'm seeing on his Instagram. He looks like he's living an alternate life. Um, it kind of looks like that. He's be- he's beefed up a little bit. He- he's eating some dogs. He's been eating there. a lot of dogs. Over well, I think there. it's all the salt and those you know margaritas he's probably drinking over there. Saying, Pounding them. Saying they're doing free trade Pounding relationships them. for the coffee company. Yeah, and, but really, I just keep getting these FaceTime uh, calls from him, and and all he's saying is, man. This is fucking paradise down here. He, he's in it's love. Fucking paradise. I, I think he'll move there one day. I, he doesn't want to leave. Um, he yeah. doesn't want to leave, and it's 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 his style of thing where all of the people cater to him. Right. They feed him food all day. They feed him drinks all day. It's, well, those two things are all and, that matters. Yeah. Food, food and drink is all he and wants. For eighty dollars, he can live like a king. <laughs> um, I've seen him on a boat. I've seen him on some type of boats. I've seen him in a pool, uh, in a, numerous pools. Yeah, he Facetimed me with a pool. He's like, "What's up, man? Just yeah. saying hi." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm at work. Balls deep at yeah, work, I'm, and uh, I'm at work right now. And enjoy that 64 degree pool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and then then Caitlin walks in. His wife. She's got both kids. Um, and and <laughs> who she's, was? I want to give her a shout out. She brought me uh, the keys today. She had to run by the bank, but I yay. needed an, a separate vehicle for Milady because we're, we're moving some stuff. And so look at that. It was she. She came through. Yeah. Uh, While he was Jared was in paradise. Yeah, she was like Jared's on fucking vacation. Let's call it what it is. He's on fucking vacation. I'm doing everything, and I was like, well, I can't, I can't disagree with you. I'll give it can't to him if you look at you. the the live feed on the Black Rifle Coffee Instagram. They've been going through and doing all these crazy coffee things and like like you know how like oh, wine yeah. connoisseurs yeah. drink it a certain way like yeah. the master roasters down there i was like all right that's, that's cool Can yeah I, yeah i'm like, just over here at my espresso it. machine you know? I, I, I know i know they're down there picking beans and shit <laughs> yeah the, uh, yeah they are they're really harvesting some shit they are it's what they're doing green beans but not the type your mom made you eat when you were six yeah the good kind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say, get you all treats. jacked up that double americano i could i could fucking put my 
fist through your goddamn windshield. That's how hyped up I am. Today. Would you say you feel like Leonardo DiCaprio on the front of the Titanic right now? Uh, yeah, I, I would, but say, like with no crash. Yeah, I, I would say I feel like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio mid shoot, super thin, fits, mm. uh, angry because I'm hungry. I feel like um, him fighting a bear right now, yeah. and what the fuck ever that thing he got yeah, for for. Yep. You know? Uh, the Revenant. Revenant. The Revenant. The makeup call is what I like to call that in the Oscar world. Uh, <laughs> yes. He should have won a million of those fucking things before that. Uh, but the, the bear fucking movie, they were like, ugh. It looked, it looked so miserable, we had to give him an Oscar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, you know what isn't miserable? I had a segue. God, you nailed that segue. Uh, strike Force Energy. Uh, that's not miserable, kids. Wow. Yeah, we've got some spancers. Uh, first up and foremost, you know them. You know them by now. But but maybe you don't love them like you should. Maybe you're treating them like a stepchild. Maybe you're treating them like like somebody uh, that you just adopted. Uh, so instead, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com and adopt yourself a fucking new energy drink. Kick the can. You don't need the can anymore. You, you know, this is real. I was roaming around the office mm-hmm. trying to find Strikeforce right before this episode because we ran out. I needed a little pick me up. I've been drinking coffee all day, so mm-hmm. I wanted to switch because I like to do nighttime strike force before yeah. going to my writing sesh. Yep, and uh, I couldn't find it. I was sad. I know, uh, <laughs> but I will. I, you know, you can't blame the employees for for, for no, drinking up all that goddamn all. shit. Everybody drinks it. They drank it all. Everybody drinks that shit. Uh, look, go to Strike Force Energy. Join, join. You know. Uh, the strike force join the, the the strike force and the workforce uh because that's that's what it is it's it's changing lives uh it's a tasty tiny little tin pouch it goes in every single liquid available uh it'll get you all jacked up you don't need the can anymore type in the promo code drinking bros on strikeforceenergy.com uh you get 20 percent off for typing in drinking bros they ship anywhere in the entire world they have a subscription of the month and they get a bottle with some squirters uh that come out boom boom Ooh, you love when i say squirters. I, it just it pings me man i know i know squirters it's a nice thing it's a nice thing uh next up oh billy Oh, Billy, Billy. Lay it on me. Oh, I will. The ghost bed. The ghostbed.com. I am dying to sleep in that thing. (laughs) So bad. Feels so good. You you don't even know the the bed is there. (laughs) (laughs) The sleep's so good, it's haunting. It sleeps so good, you think Patrick Swayze was behind you. <laughs> oh, Casper. Okay. Uh, yeah. We yeah. went full awesome power. Yeah, we we did. We did. Ghostbed.com, one of our new sponsors and then one of our new jams. Uh, they got some of the finest beds and pillows. The pillows, too. I, I know we, we always talk about the beds, but the goddamn pillows are amazing. Uh, yeah, sorry, Rocco. I stole your pillows because they sent us out some beds. You and I was still, like, bro. You stole Rocco's pillows. I think I might take the other one. He's got a couple months. We'll get him yeah, some new ones. They're so comfy. They you're smell fine. good. They put something in that. I, that's what I said, too. Right? right? That's what I told my wife. I was like, it's it's like a, some elliptus. It's like a, elliptus. It's like a manly smell. Oh, it's like, good. I'm going to fucking buy a pillow every month just so I, I can smell that shit. It's good, kids. Uh, look, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros um and you get 50 percent i'm not 50 percent. that would be crazy that would be crazy you get 50 dollars off a bed uh also they are giving five free beds away every single month to uh active military personnel and veterans all you have to do is uh type in your email address that's that's no and i'm sure line. you reserve in guard folk as well because you fall them. right in the middle yep, of that yep. you know you're all good across the board uh next up we got ready man we, we do us about ready man ready man is run by uh jeff kirkham who's kind of a sister company of black rifle and he is a long long time green beret survivalist and he's just all about being in the american mail they have survival cards cool things that help you out with lock picking sets starting fires um they have 
have uh, you can buy a subscription thing on online where you can go in and learn about how to just do man shit everything yeah. like everything there's fitness yeah. on there there there's going out and building like a lean side tent or whatever you want to call these things like things that i need to learn and falling out after i got out of the military so yeah um yeah if you drinking bros or drinking uh 20 off their products and uh ready man is the shit it, it is the shit readyman.com next up we got straight razors.com uh it's my fave my fave. That's your, your fave? I, uh, yeah, it's the cologne. I, I use the cologne every day. I, I look, I use the aftershave every day. Um, big fan of straightrazors.com. It, it's just, it's, it's a dope ass kit full of like just the old school, classy male fucking shaving kits. Um, it's something every man should have in their house or on their person. Wait, you shave with a straight razor? Oh my God. <laughs> you can go down on me and my friends. I don't, that was like a punch in a squirt. Yeah. Uh, Master of the sound effects. Master of the sound effects. A lot of people don't know this, Matt, but I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you didn't do what you were doing now, you would be top of top of the line sound effects guy <laughs> yeah. in Hollywood. You'd be the best in the biz. I don't know about that. Best in the biz. <laughs> I see what you did there. You do a lot of great sound effects. Well, you do a lot of great sound effects. Don't sell yourself short. Uh, go to straightrazors.com and don't sell yourself short either. Um, type in the promo code DRINK20. Uh, that is drink twenty for twenty percent off, and uh, get get yourself one of the finest kits that any American human has ever had in the history of their life. Uh, next up, we got WarfighterTobacco.com. There you go, smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. If you don't got them, go find them and then go smoke them. Uh, they're a hundred percent combat veteran owned. Rocco is one of the co-owners. Uh, real men smoke cigars. They don't smoke fucking hookahs. Um, look, kids, you need to go out and get yourself a cigar. If you're going to celebrate somebody, if you're going to punch somebody in the face, uh, if you're going to sit down with your kid after graduation, if you're going to sit down on, on your, on your grandfather's grave, grave, yeah, can you imagine that? Like cigar. the, the social interaction, if it's like, son, you finally graduated high school. Let's share a vape. Yeah. You're like, what? Let's, let's that's, just... that's what you went with dad. I don't, yeah. I don't fucking share his vape or yeah. let's share a cigarette. No, dude, let's share a let's, cigar. Let, let's just share a, uh, uh, <laughs> A cold vape together with it with a vodka and tonic. <laughs> no, I want a whiskey and a cigar, Dad. It's what no, men do. Let's let's share a vape <laughs> no. together. Why don't you sit on my lap and let's share a vape, vape together? together. Uh, we're not doing that, kids. We're smoking cigars like men. Uh, it's worth it. If it takes a couple years off your life, it's worth it. Um, uh, go to warfightertobacco.com. <laughs> Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get ten percent off. Uh, they got some dope ass teas and some humidors in there. I, I, dude, they haven't sent me any humidor yet. I want one. I want a fucking humidor. <laughs> Scott, he's got Scott, Scott. Hey, Scott Jensen, send me a humidor, dude. Uh, next up, we got BattleBox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Uh, there is no E in BattleBox.com, and they've got some dope shit. I was going through it in your office. Yeah, we were just digging through like Holy three of them. shit. Yeah, you never know because you open it, and there's just a fucking giant axe in there, and you're like, I could cut shit with this. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's, it is it is the ultimate, like, if, if you're going, you know, after, like, just cool man shit that you need never do that, water purifiers, axes, knives, fucking, uh, you name it, they've got it in there. I mean, it's it's like a, it's like, it's like a cornucopia. It's like opening up the treasure chest in Goonies, like, in the attic. It's like, oh, what the fuck's in there? Well, it's like when you get those, like, boxes in, like, Call of Duty and all these video games that they play. And you're yep. like, oh, well, I got this new shiny gun thing. Well, no, that's in real life. Well, yeah. they, don't, they can't do guns, but well, they do they everything do else. Guns, they do sharp they stuff and things that are blunt. Yeah, hell yeah, they can. No, uh, not can, blunt can, like marijuana, like blunt objects. You kill a lot of motherfuckers in there with that. Uh, the promo code is the initials to fucker right in the pussy. 
Um, I know I've said this on numerous shows, uh, and you get 11% off, um, but it's F H R I T P. Uh, fucker right in the pussy. I love um, that you because have it's to a say classy that. show. Yeah, and I've got to I've got to literally spell it out every single time. Um, <clears throat> but big big fans. Uh, last but not least, we got Black Rifle Coffee, and we're coming live from their headquarters today, Matthew. It's well, a premium roast to blend coffee. Roast to order. Yeah, roast to order. I'm close. Yeah, close. They, they know the Black Rifle. We'll we'll take it easy in the sponsors and get to some hanging out first. Absolutely, but absolutely. Lord, if Lord Hot Dog, one word. That's that's the twenty one percent off. Twenty one percent off. Twenty one percent off. Uh, so the, the the reason why I'm here in Salt Lake. Uh, one, I miss my beef fries. Beef miss fries. My, my beef fries, and I got I got to hang with you guys all week. But two. We are we are closing in on finishing the first pass of Matt Best Freedom the Fuck On. Uh your book, your biography about your life. Yes, sir. It uh, is it's been cool because it's like the, has it has it been cool? It, it has and has. I mean, I, I, the interaction with us has been great because I mean, last time when we first started this thing was what seven eight months ago when I flew out to North Carolina and we were fil- doing all the tapes. We just got to drink booze and kind of just talk as friends and kind of develop where we want this thing to go. So it's it's been uh, it, cool. But then you start to realize the process behind of it, just like the movie thing. We're like, oh fuck, you know, you have editors, you have these other things, but ultimately it's my story, and that's what I think is pretty special about it because a lot of information people don't know about it. My family and the, the history of like the best family in McClurg. It's it's pretty it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I you know it's funny. The, one of the biggest questions I get all the time online is 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 about books. Um, everybody, it seems like to me is is has this they, they think they have a special story and they they want to write a book about it but they don't they don't really know what goes into it and how truly difficult it is uh because you, you see a lot of books out and you're like oh i could i could do that uh but well, the process and, of it is yeah, really and, fucking and, hard and, isn't it yeah and you have to like develop storylines and things like this like what, what do you want to hit the most on in the book like yep. what is, what's the takeaway from this book it's not like well when i was 17 i did this when i was 20 i did this because ultimately at least in my mind i want this book when people finish go wow matt had these crazy stories and that but there's like what i truly believe in you know like a lot of stuff that i dealt with transition getting out of the military and just becoming a you know um a somewhat successful entrepreneur i just you know want to inspire my community and show that you can still be who you are you can be that crazy motherfucker you can do this but there's times to to inspire and lead and i think you can mesh those all together and live a super happy life and people don't always have the ability to do that they, they think that they have to settle in some facet of their life and I, and I don't believe in settling whether that is with friendship whether it's with love or with its business I just believe in always trying to like better myself and who I'm with better be trying to better themselves in whatever capacity that is whether it's entertainment sure. business um, or like relationship stuff so yeah yeah it's uh, a book is full of uh, it's full of highs and lows too on the, uh, the 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 writing spectrum, because uh, you know you get you get a shit ton of notes back from it, uh, and also it's it's so big, uh, it's not like a movie script that's like double spaced, and you know most comedies are under you know a hundred pages, around a hundred. Right. This is you know two fifty, two sixty out the door. Then there's pictures on top of it. Then there's cover. And then there's artwork. And I try to do a picture book because I'm dumb, but they wouldn't let me do no, it. They said, no, Matt, they you, you have to write things. And I'm like, well, Ross, you want to write this with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's uh, I, I'm grateful that you even asked um, because I, truthfully, I, I've been looking for a challenge. Uh, 
I, I, we, so we talked about this and I'll, I have no problem telling the audience about this, but like after range 15, you know, there wasn't really that big of a challenge out there for me where it's like, I've always wanted to be number one on the New York times bestseller list. I think, I think you have the chance to do it. And I truly a hundred percent believe that. And, uh, this by far is the biggest challenge that I, I think that goal could happen with it. And I'm, I'm truly grateful for that. Cause to me to write, like, you know, do these St. James movies and all that stuff. It's, I don't want to say it's easy for me because it would be undermining, I guess the, the process, but it is easy for me. Like I can well, do you, shit you, like you that. Fa- you found, sleep. you found a niche that you're comfortable with. So of course, like it, the more and more you do, it feels like going easier. out to a gun range probably for you where you're just like, uh, but I know I'm going to, right. It's not new. And, and there's, it does new challenges aren't presented. Obviously they are when you're directing and you're like, okay, cool. Fucking the dude with the truck just broke down a, you know, yeah, uh, but but you know it's funny it, to that point. I find those challenges from people or problems that are unexpected that happen, rather than script or actor and well, exactly. other problems. Right. Um, whereas this was truly top to bottom a challenge. One to learn about somebody else's life and try to help them uh, tell the best story and, and get through it. Two to navigate them through you know the the book world of what this is. Right. Uh, I mean, you went out to New York. Uh, you know, we for, for those of you who don't know, maybe haven't listened to some of the back episodes. We signed with Penguin, which is arguably Penguin Random House, which is arguably the biggest publisher in the world. Um, I, I'd right. say one two is them and Simon Schuster, um, Simon and Schuster, and uh, you know, we we fly out there after we did the deal, and then you know, you get thrown to the wolves immediately. There was what 18, 19 people in that room from from that side uh pr didn't mind me i was like come at me bro i know i'm I all know. i'm all cracking jokes like i feel like most people would go in there all super professional and i was just <laughs> i mean i'm professional in the business end but i'd never i never try to like not no, 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 say so, what's on my mind oh, then, totally you know, it's like, totally well, and it's you know, yeah you're going to you're going to uh liberal you yeah. know, new york city and then you know 19 people are hovered around the guy who is the opposite of, yeah, th- of who and that, they are. That's a funny concept. And in no means am I like talking shit, but it's, no, it's, no, no, it's interesting all. for people to be like in a publishing house and to support this project and be so, you know, visually amped about the project. Yeah. But then yeah. their their values and it goes completely against like me, a whiskey opposite. drinking, gun shooting, sailor's mouth motherfucker that just, you know, like, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Like, we're, let's do good in the world, you know? And it's it's a different way of living life. But hopefully with their support and, and taking this thing forward, we can kind of show, you know, what what a guy like me believes in, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, and I think... I, well, think I shouldn't that, say I hope. Happen. It's going to. It's like, going to. The book, it's going to. And that's the thing. Like, certain people get, I think, during the creative process in books and movies they'll tailor themselves to what a publisher or, or something uh, director wants it to be and I'm right. not I'm not that guy that this book didn't have to happen like I just wanted to tell like as you it's a challenge for me it'd be really cool to be on the New York bestseller list and moreover it'd be it's awesome to tell like you know some trials and tribulations like my brother went through like yep. these really crazy exciting stories that kind of will just go unnoticed and if I have the ability to tell the legacy of them and and a lot of my friends who are you know hurt or and killed in combat like let, let's let's put it on on paper so someone always has the ability to go back and read and be like wow that that was their story that's fucking great you know yeah and, and it you know uh, the the other question we get is like well how how wide is is this going to be circulated uh you know we just signed the contracts obviously yeah the other day it's i mean fuck this will be in every bookstore airport everything you can imagine uh across the globe and you know i 
even in that one, I mean, there was like 23 other countries this is going to be in. And, and the thing I told you is that the fact that your life story is going to be everywhere around the world. Is, uh, is, I'm, I'm going to buy a cabin and, and it's vault. pretty amazing. I'm going to live in a mountain. It's pretty amazing that somebody yeah. finds your life exciting enough that like, hey, this is an important story that needs to be told to the world because let's face it, that there isn't a lot of that. Like the, the, well, I th- not I, a lot of people get that. I think I've had the uncomfortable, uncomfortable ability to go against the grain of what like general culture thinks I should be, you know, like who is a veteran and everybody has their opinions about what that is. And I think that a lot of the military books and while they tell amazing stories and uh, amazing stories about sacrifice and being a patriot and, and they're awesome. I just, I feel like telling it in a different light where all the kind of fuck ups that I've had where like, you know, everybody okay, Ranger team leader, you're going in there and smoking fools. Yeah, that there's a process of that. But like when your night vision goggles are getting caught up in a, in a hang down thing and I do a backflip into the room because I, you know, my helmet got caught in something like telling the, the, the faults that we, we live throughout our lives to get to success. Because I think too often business war and all these things are romanticized to be like, there I was so precise. And so like, perfect that people get an unreal expectation of how to be successful right right? you almost have to tell you know when people say you should never have superman bleed i think it's okay to show superman bleeding because then you can look there and go look i got a fucking cut but i'm still charging through to the mission whereas everything's always perfect in a lot of these ways and um i I don't know that's my goal you know yeah and i i think you achieved it um you know we're i I would say you know towards the we're, we're in the middle of the process now uh, the draft itself is due March 31st uh, to Penguin, and then they'll you know, they'll obviously have notes, and we're we're getting notes today, like as we speak, right yeah. before, literally right before we got on the, on the air. And this is something else for the audience too, for for those of you who who constantly write in about what the book process is like. Your your just know this: your agent and your editor's notes will be super negative. Uh, uh, we need to do this and this and this and this and this, and uh, and then in the end result will be unbelievably happy and positive and uh what? writing itself yeah. in general is a negative thing across the board where, yeah. where they say you know every every writer smokes well, you, or drinks you, or whatever you've got to like, have tough skin going into do, it and i think do. i think a lot of people that you know that's why their story kind of contorts from what their original like project what they wanted it to be because you get these super hyper negative notes not like you're dumb but yeah you're dumb yeah like that's not what should go in there. And, and you have to have the tough skin to say, well, I believe it should in this, right? Well, how do we conform it together to like make it the, a collective greater thing than individually or opinion? And, you know, yeah. we did that in the movie, like yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, all the yeah. across the board. And, I, and, I'm, and that's, that's, it's great that you said that actually, because it, it really is. I, I kind of, before we started this process, I said, this, this really will be like the movie. Your, your first draft is kind of like seeing the first cut of your movie where you're like, all right, I can see this is going to be good. Um, but I, you know, at the end, it's going to be great. Right. Uh, so at least you went through that before where you saw all the way along the way where there's, you know, 19 different cuts. This is 19 different edits. Uh, it's the same thing. Um, and, uh, a a book to me is very similar to a film where if you don't have a great editor, you're fucked. Um, because it's, it's, it's unbelievably important to rein you in. Uh, It's like the whole fluidity thing. You know, you can have great chapters, you can have great, um, you know, portions of a film, but unless you have someone to interlay those and tie them all together, the overall outcome is, is drastically inhibited. So, and, and and trusting that editor to, to do a great job and, and to, can uh, we, can we tell who our editor is? We can actually. Yes. We can. Yeah, we we can. Uh, 
His name is. It's. Uh, I won't say his I, name. I don't want. I don't want to get blown up on on Facebook of like, oh my god, you're the great. It is. Uh, it's a buddy of ours, uh, Nil. He's a buddy now. Uh, we we met him on this on this project. Uh, Nils. He uh, he edited. I hope they serve beer in hell uh, by Tucker Max. He did. And and my book's not gonna be like that. But it's if you look at his um, successful editing career, he has edited some oh, amazing monsters. Monsters. Monster. He's he's one, arguably one of the best of all. Time time uh he was he he loved he loves your life story and agreed to come on and do this and this is a guy who's booked fucking every day out of the year like um we got super lucky really lucky but like but, to, the, it, to the point where you're like oh i can't believe it if there because if there's one job out there where, where if you got kids that are coming up in school who are interested in in writing uh or or being in the publishing world that is one job shortage that they they need is is good great uh book editors um it is such a tedious job yeah i couldn't i couldn't imagine no no so so that's it but it's a job that is so important that if you're good at it you can be extremely successful um but i think that's a testament to like the creative process if there's you know guys out there that are thinking about doing a book a movie video skits like you have to have you have to learn the craft as best as you can and then hire people better than you and that i've always been a firm believer in that where it's like you know, I, I I have a college education. I've I love to write and I yep. believe in it. But then I know shortcomings, and it's like let's get more help. So uh, to me, you know, you know, we're getting a paycheck from here, obviously. But like, it's more important is that book kicks ass because you have really one shot to to that's it. Tell the story. You one shot at your life yeah. story. That's it. You it's, can't go back and be mom, like, oh hey, by the way, mom mom spaghetti. You know, Eminem toast that are right. Unless one the shot. next thirty years are as interesting as this first thirty years of your life. Then well, I hope, but then I know. That, that's 30 years to write the second I know, one. I know, right? So <laughs> at, at 60, it, it, well, there I was with the bikini snap. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking still do. If you're, what if you're still doing bikini nah, snaps? I won't 60? be. I won't be. That you will have been, you, you'll be massively loaded if people are still <laughs> yeah, amped about, about that. About that. If somebody, if somebody There's an article comes out. You can, that. you can actually just Google tits and you don't have to watch three minutes of a skit comedy piece to see it. A bikini top? <laughs> That's my favorite one when people are like, no bikini snap. I'm like, bitch, Google that shit. Yeah. And they're probably better than the ones in the video. Yeah, but yeah, it, for real. Uh, but yeah, the, the writing process is a, is a is a long, tedious thing. It's uh, it's a lot of meals late at night. Yes. Uh, a lot of a lot of weird drinks. Uh, a lot of liquids because you're, you're you're going from waters to oh man, maybe maybe some wine, maybe some wine, uh, maybe, maybe a little whiskey in the coffee. Yeah, maybe a little whiskey in that coffee, uh, and and then a lot of coffee. I have not drinking as much coffee. Than I have this week uh, in a long time. It's, well, uh, you know, we're, we burn it down. Like business gets, you know, really crazy, and then you have, you know, trying to come in here to the office. We're like, we're gonna get stuff done, and then we're over here directing a skit, and then I'm jumping over here. Just time management is what's usually the most difficult for me in my life at this time. Yeah, and but, you know what's interesting about being here this week because this is the first time I've, I've actually been to the office. Um, is seeing how busy you really are. Because I, I think a lot of people at home just see see the videos and they're like, oh, sweet. Matt shoots a sketch. It looks like they're having a blast. And then that's it. They fucking drink and party. And then that's, you're done. No. Like you're in meetings, fuck, almost every morning all the way up until you know the podcast is scheduled. Uh, our writing has been scheduled. You're on such a tight schedule because you do so much throughout the day it would shock and alter people's minds. Uh, you have a great life and it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. But dude, you work your ass off. Like there, there's a lot expected of you out of the day. And uh, being here in person and seeing it, 
was it's unbelievably impressive because squeezing a fucking book about your life on top of running fucking 30 companies doing sketches doing you know social media meeting with all these people is i don't think a lot of people know how big like black rifle is for example i mean there's people coming in all day and all they want to do is meet matt best just shake his hand get a picture do something and you're always cool as shit to everybody but that's time consuming and it takes time out of your work day to to do and talk to people that's why we started a coffee company i know you just keep loaded on the keep going i know keep going no, I'm, I found, I think in like, if you, it does tend to get busy and I, I appreciate the kind words and, but with that, like me, me having things that I, I deliverables every day that I, if I fix things or if I create things, that's what I get like fulfillment out of. I, I enjoy it. Fulfillment or that's a yeah, word wrong. Fulfillment's a real word. Yeah. Um, so I, I really enjoy those things throughout the day. And, you know, I found that the gym is is my like hour just to put my headphones in, yep. even though since you've been here, I've been fucking pissed in the corner texting motherfuckers. But normally we had that conversation. Uh, that, that's you're like, how I am. Take Every, the iPod oh in, Matt. God, so you're not on the phone. I'm like, I know, but they fucking needed me to have a fucking real time decision. And, and, and uh, I'm the same. <laughs> and like I, I, we, 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 I told you my story. The gym, like I. It is it is fucked me now that the iPhone is is essentially now your iPod. iPod yeah, because I used to just use the iPad, leave the phone in the car. Everybody knew if I, they didn't hear from me for an hour, I was at the gym. That was it. Now I can't do that, and then I get stuck like you, where I'm just every between every set, it's like oh my god, okay, email, email, email. <laughs> yeah. um, who's fucking uh, whose text is this? And then you go back to your set and you try to figure it out, and you're like, man, did I get a good good workout today, or, or did I get a half workout and then have a fucking huge shake? And then <laughs> like right. coax myself into thinking I had a good Well, you tend to cruise through it. And that's why I found like uh, boxing and MMA and stuff for me because it's been that real outlet where I have to put down my mobile device. Yeah, you can't pick it up there, in yeah, there. There's zero social yeah. medians and I'm focusing on a skill that I'm not necessarily really good at. So I'm trying to develop my skills. It's the only thing I'm thinking about. I heard about. you're good, by the way. You're I, selling yourself short. There was a couple MMA guys in here who, who trained with you and they were like, dude, Matt should like fucking really get in there and, and get after it. And you're, you're humble about they, it. They're but. trying to get me to fight. I don't know. They are trying I, to get you to fight. I, 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 I'm drinking up brain cells away, man. I should keep here's the my, rest of Here's them. my advice to you. And not that I don't... I, look, we love UFC. Yeah. Uh, we love UFC fighters. Absolutely. Uh, but the, 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 let's face it. The, Matt Bass is a pretty motherfucker. Yeah, I don't feel like... If you end up that. like that, um, I mean, it's... You no, know, it, was, if, you're, if you're in the produce section, the grocery store, there's a lot of cauliflower <laughs> in that bag. A lot of cauliflower <laughs> in that bag. We don't need it, Matt. We don't, we, need, we don't it. need it. Yeah, they hinted towards something, maybe not MMA, but like a, a Muay Thai match, something with pads. And I, I, I maybe down the road, but I'm just, I don't have the, the time the, yeah. because no, I would want to focus so much on yeah. there. Like I'd walk in my amateur fight at like yeah. UFC level. Like, what the fuck, bro? But no, <laughs> I, I just don't have the time to commit I'm to that. I'm saying as a friend, I think you should steer clear. Yeah. Just train. <laughs> just have train. a good time. Yeah, post up on Instagram so it looks like I'm a fighter, but be, I'm not. Yeah, be the hardest <laughs> person to kill in the bar. Right. But you don't have to get inside the octagon. <laughs> That. Just yeah. be the hardest person inside the bar. I'm cool with that. Yeah, just just that 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 guy that if somebody comes in, smacks your lady on the ass, they're getting choked the fuck out immediately. Like, right. be that guy. You don't need to be fighting fighting shit. Um, so you know, you know I was, I, another point you were talking about with the busyness at the of the office is. Uh, 
people inspire me every day. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people see the inner workings of how much business goes on to create these things. People like Evan, yourself, JT, yep. Rocco, all these guys, they, they just consistently hard, hard workers. And and a lot of guys at the office, like Franklin, um, one of the drink bros, me, I call him meme Franklin because I don't. Frank, Franklin Chamless. I just yes. want to put out his, well, you said it, but uh, I'll, say, I'll say it. He, he's awesome. And he shows up here and, you know, it's like, okay, you're a drinking bro. I hope you know how much hard work goes in here. This motherfucker has been nonstop working. And, and people like that inspire me because whether it's, you know, being a HVAC guy or whatever you're doing, they're just, they're putting in the hours every single day to be successful and happy in their own right. And so every single day I want to live that. And I've just had the ability, hopefully to like create an environment where I don't have to go to someone else's workplace. We create the culture and the environment here at this office. Right. And it's a lot of hard work. There's some drama sometimes, but at the end of the day, People love to work here, and, I, and I'm super thankful for that. And it's given me opportunities to write a book with one of my best friends. Yeah. Like, who the fuck gets to do that? No, there's probably some ghostwriter that doesn't give a fuck about him, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, building those relationships is what's been super exciting for me because the future is just bright. You can you can have so much opportunity as we go forward. And, and if you if you love what you do and who you're working with, um, that's that's the most important thing. You know, it's it, that, that saying's cliche. You know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Right. No, that's bullshit. You're, you're really you're working your ass off, but you're, you're enjoying what you do every day, and you enjoy come coming to work. Whereas you know, I would say eighty percent of the people out there have jobs that they don't enjoy, nor do they enjoy the people they're working with. Right. Um, and, and that would be soul crushing. It just goes back to the thing like I just don't like to settle in life. Like I refuse, and at certain points and certain you know progressions in your life, you have to settle to get to the next chapter of your life. But like. No, I fuck settling like on anything because what you end up super unhappy. And that's why, you know, Rob Rudd, who works here, calls me the chief of happiness because I just walk around with a fucking smile on my face because, you know, sometimes I get in these moods, but I'm like, man, I enjoy life. I'm so thankful that I'm, I'm alive. And then I want that to come through my book. Like, I'm thankful because so much sacrifice has gone into this fucking country and, and this GWAT generation that like, if you can't put your fucking shoes on, put your left foot forward and be like, I'm thankful for this fucking day, whether right. what presents itself, then, then, then what are you doing? Like find happiness. And that's what I'm just trying to do every day. Yeah, yeah, you are. And, 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 I ma- think, and, and make Pinterest memes, you know, I know. And make Pinterest. Look, that's everybody's thing. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to make a good Pinterest. Meme. I know. Maybe some uh, bacon. But, but I will say this, uh, I think you've done it in this book. Um, and, uh, I think when it comes out, people will be amped about it. And, uh, you, you don't often share a lot of private details about your life in this book. You do. Uh, so if you're ever, you know, if you're curious as to, to, to who Matt Best really is, uh, you were cool enough to put literally your entire life out there with no fucking pretenses or anything. And you just said, hey, this, this is what it is. I'm going to be honest about it. And, well, I, and I'm going to tell my story. And it makes it authentic, you know. And oh, yeah. Because you don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, I've done this my whole life. It's just like, oh, shit, Matt's had some serious downs. And. You see, step backed up and had some serious highs. So I think that, but that that's the case of anybody's life. Anybody that says they haven't had great highs and great lows, yeah. there's been some course in their life where they've been at both be- sides of the spectrum. So it's me just trying to kind of like, you know, associate myself with the average person. I just, it's just the path that I took in life, joining the military and becoming an entrepreneur. And hopefully they, you know, I motherfuckers are going to laugh at this because it's, it's, yeah, fun. It's, it's really funny. So, but, and, and that's the other <laughs> thing is like, you're, you're, what you've done is it's, it's a spin on the, the military where, where you took a, a humorous approach to everything and you found humor through horror throughout this book. And, uh, it's really fucking funny. 
there's a lot of great, great one-liners. I mean, it's it's a fucking funny book. I think it's the same thing, like or skits, right? Because on how you know I started with all of this crazy stuff was the skits because I went against the grain. I wasn't like I'm the hard ass. I was like, no, I drink whiskey and I like tits, you know. And th- that's what the book is, but it's sprinkled in with a lot of authenticity of who I actually am and yeah. like who wakes up in the morning and like that kind of thing. So it'll be, I think it'll be fun for a lot of people to read that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm amped. Or, it. or it makes a great fire starter. You just you put it, <laughs> put it under some kindling. A great, a great. You know how many, you know how many tops of toilets you're going to be on all across the the, the world. Um, porta potties everywhere. Is it, it'll be your book, your smiling face, and it's be like, oh man. I can't wait to take a shit today because I get to read chapter eight of Matt Best's book. You know what we should do when it's in the airports? We'll just we'll camp out and we'll just see like the old like old soccer mom pick it up, look at it, just be disgusted and throw it down. And be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's people watching on the book stand. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you know what I did when uh, at night she cries while well, while he rides his steed came out. I when it was in bookstores because I, I it, it still seems unbelievable that you have a book out in bookstores around the country. So wherever I was, I would stop into that bookstore and I would I would, I would just take just just grab one and then just sign it. Just sign it. And so that way it was like... That's so fucking yeah. rad. And then, and then I put it back on the shelf. So I wouldn't tell anybody in the store or anything else. I just sign it and put it back on the shelf. So that way when whoever got it, they got like a signed copy and they were like, oh shit, is this real? Was this part of it? Or how did he do that? Like it, it was pretty fucking cool. So like, I'm going to do that. That's yeah. fucking rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just sign a random copy and then, and then just walk away. Which is actually kind of a cool segue to what we're planning on doing. And, you know, entertainment is our lives. And I think with this book, it gives us opportunity to cross load a lot of entertainment. So when this book comes out, I'm going to probably do a fairly large national tour for yes. the book. Yep. And our goal is to incorporate hopefully the drinking bros and kind of have that maybe even live podcasts and just know and yeah. ju- just to bring entertainment um so we show up so it's not like come come to my booth and i'll sign your my own your book, book. Like, yeah you yeah. know and, and there's a place for that but like it'd be about- great to do a live podcast in a lot exactly of these cities, really blow it the fuck out so yeah we're talking with like the publicist on there and we're, we're gonna try to work yep. some cool stuff where it's not fucking lame so if i feel like i'm at brag i don't want to fucking just sign a couple books i want to meet all the fucking I drink fucking bros rage. i want to hang I wanna out i want to yeah. buy shots yeah. i want to hang i want to have some lead slingers yeah i want to fuck butts yeah wait, wait. i want to fuck everybody's butt um, everyone's hey man and woman i want to fuck butts um that's what i want to do out there i want to go out i want to go out on a tour man i want to find the biggest honey i can find i want to split it i want to split it like an axe i want to i want to go right down the middle i want to find that butthole and i want to insert it uh, that's aggressive yeah. is it uh, Is it? I like that. The, I like the hiney. That, one. Yeah, yeah. Take, hey, girl, you ever taken the hiney? You ever like, taken the hiney? What is what? Why would you say that? You ra- you raise your leg up. You know that is a hiney. It's a hiney. That's a hiney. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want you want a party? <laughs> uh, that was a terrible pun, by the way. I can I can call myself out on it. Uh, the the coffee is is uh, just it's, gone. It's it has gone to a new level for me. That's good. I told you I was gonna put a hair in your chest. It's good. It is. It, it, and it's the fi- it, it is the finest coffee I've ever had. What was it? A double americano? Is that what you made me? Yeah, I just did a double shot in the espresso machine. <sighs> Damn. I mean, my 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 juices are. Flowing. Flowing. Um, my ball sack is smaller because well, you get the you get the shots in there, the the double shot, and then you just put the hot water in there that steams it. And you're like, oh look, it's just a nice cup of juice. Yeah, yeah, you're ready to go all the goddamn yeah. day. Um, whew, I, I, I feel like I've been working on the railroad um, <laughs> all my live long day. 
Uh, we're, 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 we're to that point of the show here. We should get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, the drinking brother of the week. Somebody said that to me out by the, uh, by the way, in the airport the other day. They were like, Ross, man, man, I love it, man. You and the rest of the drinking brothers. I just, I just fucking love it. I love it. Southern guy from Texas. And I was like, Hey, all right. All right. I fucking love it. All right. You're that's the beauty that's brothers. the beauty of the community. There's like it knows no race, color, it's just a brotherhood nothing, and nothing. sisterhood and, 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 that, and, and, know, and the people that cool. come up to you are, are of all different races, sizes, shapes. Dude, that's what started weirding me out after a while was like at first it's like, okay, there's the guy the high and tight with the five eleven backpack. He's gonna say what's up. But then it started turning like you'd get like a forty seven year old black dude walk up I'm like, What's yeah. up, man? He'd be like, Man, Gotta say, I love the drinking bros and, yeah, and the yeah, skits. And yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, this is yeah. awesome, man. It's, re- it's really, really cross. And, and, and by the way, before we get to the drinking bro of the week, we, we should tell people that on Facebook, uh, you can join the drinking bros group. It is a private uh, subgroup. Um, yeah. And uh, we've got, what, over 65,000 members? Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's essentially like a, f- a closed forum where it is moderated to some some degree, but it's just we want happiness, brotherhood. Positivity. And positivity. Yeah. Where, where people have a, of a positive outlet throughout their day to go where it's, I mean, we all bitch and complain here once in there, but just a positive outlet with support system for people that don't may, maybe have them in their hometown. Yeah. And if yeah, you yeah, do, yeah. there's probably a chapter for that. Cause like the dream bro salt Lake city here there, those are great guys and El Paso where I used to live. They're all great guys. So it's, it's fucking really cool. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, and you can also, you know, follow us on our uh, Facebook page, drinking bros podcast on Facebook. Uh, and we got an Instagram too. Drinking bros, Instagram, Instagram game on lock. Gram it's, uh, your Grammy. Uh, the drinking bro of the week this week was submitted by Justin Blowbaum. Uh, he says, Hey guys, got a request for the drinking bro of the week. Uh, it's from my grandfather, Steve Stillman. Uh, he passed away, away last week in his sleep, uh, just one day short of his 95th birthday. He served in the Army Air Corps as an uh, electrical repairman working on P-47 and P-38s in France during World War II. He taught us grandkids that life doesn't always go your way and it'll knock you on your ass. You just got to pick yourself up and continue the course. He taught me that if you make a mistake in the life, in this life, uh, own up to it and learn that it's the only way you're going to be successful in life. He was a great man, and I truly looked up to him. He will be missed. Uh, I love the message. And, and, I did, too. And well, cheers to Steve, and may he be remembered in, in the way you just described him, because that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was, hey, Justin, that was, uh, that was a great, great story about your grandfather. Thanks for, uh, thanks for submitting it. I really appreciate it. Um, fuck. That, that, dude, that, this episode flew by. Yeah, it was a quick one. You know, just, it was just two two bros talking about a book. Two bros chatting about a two, book. Two dudes, chatting one about, book talking about splitting a honey <laughs> with an axe. Yeah, with, 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 with a full axe. I kind of like the one on ones once in a while. They're just it's just so mellow and ha- hang out. I feel like I could be curled up in a freedom blanket in front of a fucking fireplace. Yeah, just in front of a nice fire. That, by by the way, your house is amazing. By the way, thank you, sir. Uh, I love your house. You have a nice fireplace at your house, dude. It's gas. I love that thing because you don't have any work it just no i know how nice is that you're not you're not chopping wood uh throwing wood in a goddamn fireplace i kind of want to build a real one downstairs so i can actually chop wood when i want to be manly you don't want to do it no but the real the real one's upstairs so like there's the real fireplace you know but downstairs is where i I put the wood in put the wood in i got some lumber and you're you're putting the ultimate man cave downstairs i'm I'm gonna try man i'm a i'm a person of uh 
Although I like to be quiet, I like to have a space that's inviting and I can have friends over that might not have the same means as myself. So yeah, I'm building a cool little man cave. Little Yeah, you got it, you're, uh, uh, you're putting a little screening room down there. Yeah, yeah. A little uh, wet bar. Little wet bar down there. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It's me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put, a, put a projector down there, bring people over for the UFC fights. Next Super Bowl, you know, I'll host it probably. Goddamn right you will. In, unless I, you know, get hit by a train. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you're going. You know, maybe right. maybe the book becomes number one, and then boom, we're on the fifty. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're on the fifty yard line. It's fucking Harlem World. Um, you know. Wait, the fifty yard line of the Globe Harlem Globetrotters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sports. Uh, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports. You get, you get I know both. sports. You get both. You get Harlem Globetrotter <laughs> tickets, and you get Super Bowl tickets. Um, <laughs> I'd probably go to the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh god, I, you, they're great. You know what? I'm not gonna shit on the Globetrotters. I saw them. At my mom, my parents took me as a kid. It was fucking awesome. They were great. Yeah, it'd be great for the kids. It, it is. I, I, mean, I don't it, have it, kids, really but it's uh, it's a fun game. And uh, fun fact: they never lose. They never really. Yeah, they've only lost once. That in their sounds entire, uh, rigged. Uh, yeah. Well, I I'm not going to say it's rigged. Uh, I, I will say actually, you know what? I will say this. Um, the the game that I was at because they always seem to make it close and entertaining for the fans. There was 10 seconds left and it was tied, and they always play like this this team called like the I want to say it's the Washington Generals or Washington Nationals or something like that. Um, the same team. Yeah, but they're I and I think they travel from, you know, city to city and they okay. play they play different things, but like it seemed like they were really playing and maybe that's part of the gig or whatever, but uh it was tied with 10 seconds left and the 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 guy for the Harlem Globetrotters was, you know, yakking it up to the crowd telling everybody to get on their feet and get ready cuz he was going to make this miraculous shot. He stepped back to half court and and banked in a fucking three-pointer with like 3 seconds left and I was like, "Oh, fuck like yeah, you, that, can, you can't really plan that you can't you can't plan that you can't fake that and i was like well, what if he missed uh then then did they go to overtime like what what happens there uh so i i enjoyed it as a kid i i remember that vividly and i was like holy shit well that's what well, when life gives you a uh a, you know <laughs> you bet. when life gives you a tied game you throw that half court shot for yeah us. oh god don't don't <laughs> I can't even hear about a tied game after the Super Bowl. I'm so, uh, there's oh, so much depression. Oh, I'm over sorry. The, I thought I yeah, my bad. We didn't get to talk about that last episode. I, I think I think we skipped over that that fucking bet with the perm that I did with Jared for oh, the Super fuck. Bowl. Um, yeah. That that I want I want to let people know that is real. Uh, I am getting a perm uh, this well this this yeah this upcoming week. So I'm, good. I'm booked from it. So I, here's I will I will film it of course. Uh, I will put it on on the podcast page and the uh, Instagram and the, and that whole shit. And um, uh, boy, boy, my, my dude, my wife is not happy about it. I mean, uh, she's just, like super pissed about it. I'm dead I, serious. Like she's she's like, why the fuck would you take that right bet? before Valentine's Day? And, and oh, we're supposed shit. to, yeah, because yeah. we, look, we've been working this book for months now. So like, I'm I'm taking her on a vacation for a little bit before we I, we have to get in, into these next, you know edits that that come up in march and i'm just like taking on vacation she's like, you're gonna look like that on vacation you've already got that fucking mustache and i was just like well let's 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 be let's be real about it tom Selleck in magnum pi right. had a perm and he had a mustache we used to say i couldn't bring it back you're turning all the 1980s fucking moms man oh boy 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 oh boy maybe i'll just you know if she divorces me i'll just get on a cruise yeah a cougar cruise cougar you know? cruise I like Cruise. Uh, well, cheers to your 
your perm and cheers with the drinking bros thank you kids Uh, we love you this is a fun one time flew by Uh, for Mr. Matt Best and Ross Patterson we are out of here Uh, good night everyone look for freedom the fuck on in the fall the Matt Best story thanks guys good to you later bye